Hey everybody, I am Jessica Huey and I'm the author of Purpose and I'm back for this month's edition of um, Black Women on the Mic and this is actually, this is a special, special edition today because we've got one of our Hay House America um, sisterhood or family coming in. I'll be speaking to Abiola Abrams imminently when she appears and I've never met Abiola, so it's I'm really looking forward to just diving in and just looking at her um, Instagram videos. You can just feel this beautiful energy. So yeah, I'm excited to. Here we go. A few requests. Excited to dive in. It's lovely to see you all. Hi, greetings from Jamaica. Abiola. Hello, goddess. Hi. How are you today? I'm so well. I'm wonderful. How are you? I am fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you have the most delicious energy, even through your videos. I was just saying, we haven't met, but just watching your videos. It's just, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, man, it's nice. So let me, let me officially introduce you. Okay. <laughs> I am Jessica Huey. I'm the author of Purpose, um, back again for Black Women on the Mic. And I am delighted to be speaking to Abiola Abrams, who describes herself as spiritualista catalyst to awaken the divine feminine. And she is a Hay House author of her new book, um, African Goddess Initiation. W when did it come out? It launched on July 20th. Okay. Okay, so, so still, yeah. a month, of, yeah, about a, about six weeks, five, six weeks, yeah. <laughs> so, Abiella, there's so much I want to ask you, but it's always a good thing to kind of start at the beginning because um, how do you become a spiritualista catalyst to, who is awakening <laughs> the divine feminine? How do you land there? <laughs> so, of course, and, and, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your series. I love everything that you have been doing. Thank you for bringing these empowered dialogues and conversations that we need in the universe. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And I'm honored to be a part of it. So I always say that if you come into the world and you, you know, your purpose is either designated by your creator or you've chosen your purpose before you stepped into this life and said, okay, my purpose is to be a self-love catalyst. Then the divine says, ooh, good. Okay, let me give you lots of opportunities for self-loathing <laughs> and then I'm in the rain uh, so if you hear noise it's the noise of the, uh, the beautiful rain but yes and so you know I think that we all teach what we most need to learn and those of us who are called as teachers coaches healers counselors therapists etc are often filling a, a space or a void that we feel that we needed at one moment in time. And sure. so I think, you know, that that just like other, you know, teachers, coaches, et cetera, that my walk has been to fill a void and a space to be what I needed at one point in time. Mm, that's a very succinct, succinct, way of putting it i'd love to i'd love to go deeper if, if yes. we can yes let's go <laughs> deeper because it's like my good friend i don't know if you've come across sophie bashford she's also one of yes. our yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm excited because i actually am wanting to interview her for a part of my deck launch so yes yes, yes. yes, yes. oh you should you should you'll you'll totally vibe 
Soph, I know you'll be watching this at some point, probably on the catch up. But yeah, so Sophie says, it's such a simple phrase, but it's like, you know, you, you, when you hear truth, it, it, it resounds with you, doesn't it? And she's, your healing is your calling. Your healing is your calling. And oh, will you share a little bit about your journey? Because you, you, you have to have, you know, traversed and worked through and navigated so much to be able to sit here and, you know, be be this vessel now for others and 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 as we know it's never it's never ending um and i'm sure you continue to work through yeah. but will you just share a little bit of of how yeah how you you transform transmuted your pain into power yes absolutely and i'm glad that you said that it's it's never ending because oftentimes you know people will come to my courses or retreats and they'll say i've been doing this work for x amount of years you know what's why am i not there yet you know as if it's you know a, a destination that one moment you'll be like hallelujah i'm healed and it's all <laughs> finished but while we still have breath in us we are not yet complete we are we are evolving and a part of evolution that that's why we're here. So my journey, I am the first born American daughter of Guyanese immigrants. I'm a Caribbean daughter like you, Caribbean data. <laughs> first generation American from Guyana. And I grew up at a time where it was not received well in my neighborhood to be from somewhere else, to be from elsewhere. And so not only was I bullied, but my whole family was bullied. Um, and although I had a lot of support from my loving parents, or as I often say, the well-meaning people who raised us did the best that they could with what they knew, um, that they, dealing with a lot of the, the bullying and the things that we were going through, they didn't know how to handle those things. You know, they felt like, okay, well, we're here, you know, <laughs> you have a roof over your head, you have good food to eat, <laughs> you're loved and supported, that's it. Um, and unfortunately, you know, well, actually, fortunately, because again, we teach what we most need to learn, you know, that wasn't it, that wasn't it. And so there were external voices that, um, that I was buying into as a as a child as an adolescent that made me feel you know um either inferior is the wrong word because i didn't feel inferior insecure mm. about my skin color about my culture about you know various things and so a large part of my walk i say i am you know a a, a self-worth midwife or self-worth revolutionary is holding space, as you said, for us stepping into our power, stepping into our greatness, and really remembering who we really are. You know, remembering who we really are, remembering, you know, that, yes, we are human beings, but we are spiritual beings first, and that our alignment with the divine is our truth. Beautiful, beautiful. And so how did, how did you, how did the book come about? How did the relationship with, with Hay House evolve? 
So the book, African Goddess Initiation, I'm going to do the author thing and hold yes, it up because it's got it. such a beautiful cover. African Goddess Initiation, Sacred Rituals for Self-Love, Prosperity, and Joy came from the work that I've been doing for the past 20 years. So when I was graduating from college, I created a co-created a theater piece called Goddess City that was a three-woman piece that I created with my friend Antoy Grant at the time. And we toured around the United States and it was about, we covered uh, challenging issues um, from rape to female genital circumcision to, you know, just a number of different issues that women of color facing around the globe. And so because of the nature of the show, it would naturally turn into a town hall after that. Um, and then I started doing wow. goddess. Yeah, I started doing goddess circles in my living room um, in New York City. And from that, it eventually became global retreats. You know, I've done retreats and workshops everywhere from Bali to Belize. And it's interesting to watch you know, the world kind of catch up. I say the world is catching up with the world of spirituality. And so when I started, and even as recent as five, 10 years ago, you know, it was like forbidden to talk about like goddesses or goddess stuff or that that's how people referred to it, that goddess stuff. Um, and even I remember, um, you know, speaking with my agent, this is my third book, um, a couple of years ago and she said yeah I know that you're always you know trying to push that goddess stuff and trying to talk about that goddess <laughs> stuff <laughs> but what we are what we're witnessing globally is you know the the rise of the divine feminine and you know divine feminine and divine masculine should be together hand in hand and kind of us holding on scratching dying off of the old guard you know right. the patriarchal voice the the you know, and we're hopefully going to be restoring a sense of balance where, yes, we need, you know, all of the, you know, the hustle, hustle, hustle and all of that. I'm a New York girl, you know, but and the taking of the inspired action. But we also need the energy of of receiving the beauty, the um, the intuition, all of those things. <laughs> Someone says live out to yes to my friend Antoy Grant. Yay, yes. <laughs> Antoy actually is one of your fellow uh Jamaican sisters. Make <laughs> up my Jamaican sister. Yes. <laughs> so yes. So for me, this book really is even though I wrote it for nine months during the pandemic. It really is a life's work, you know, of bringing forward the energy of the divine feminine, uh, not only from the continent of Africa and African spirituality, which has been demonized, you know, throughout the world. Um, it is throughout the diaspora. So all of us African people throughout the Caribbean and Central America, South America, uh, and the United States, you know, who were trafficked out of Africa also have, um, you know, very strong divine feminine voices and goddesses and ancestors and all of that. And so the book actually is going to work with my upcoming Oracle card deck. And it has... Um, goddesses from throughout the continent of Africa, 
and then throughout the diaspora. So for example, Queen Mother Nanny, Nanny from Jamaica, she is yeah. in the deck and in the book. Um, and let me show you, this is the Queen, Queen Mother Nanny. Wow, 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 wow. Have you been to Maroon Town here? I haven't been to Maroon Town yet. You, I'm you've been to Jamaica. To, I've been when to Jamaica come, a few times. I'm going to yeah. be your host when you come, and we'll. Okay. Ah, oh, that's so exciting! Yes, yes, yes. I accept. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Because so much of our history, you know, if we look at it one way, the history has been stolen or been lost, and all of those kinds of things, you know. But this moment for me was a reclamation and i heard very loudly from my ancestors you know to write this book to create this book to broadcast this book to be their scribe so i feel in many ways i had no choice mm -hmm. but to write this book you know like so when people say you know why did you decide i'm like mm, I, I didn't i didn't decide yeah <laughs> i resisted i said yeah. no 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 i don't i don't want to write this i don't want to you know this is a big undertaking i resisted i had a refusal of the call all, all you know in a big way but the ancestors said no this is it this is this is this is what you have been designated to do at this time and being that i had been praying you know what would you have me do where would you have me go what would you have me say and to whom they're like this <laughs> you asked <laughs> exactly sometimes yeah, we ask we're like, we're like <laughs> right <laughs> because it's okay i just want to reintroduce mm -hmm. you for anyone that's just joining mm -hmm. i'm jessica huey i'm the author of purpose um i'm in jamaica but i'm a hay house uk author and i am just honored to speak to abiola abrams who is the author of african goddess initiation and she is in new york right now. i'm in new york yes okay. Somebody is asking where Tiny Diamond, where can we buy the Oracle cards? Hello, Tiny Diamond. Hello, Ghana and Austria and everyone who yes. is on the line. So the cards, what's very exciting is that because of the demand for the cards, they're number one in their category already. The release date has been moved up. So I just learned that the cards will now be, be available October 5th. And you can find the cards, the book, everything at my site, which is womanifesting.com. So like manifesting, but womanifesting.com or, you know, hang with me on social media at Abiola TV, Abiola TV. But they're coming October 5th, but you can pre-order them right now. You can pre-order them right now. Beautiful. So you resisted because <laughs> the, the hugest, most beneficial, most, you know, transformational things that we can lean into are always the hardest to accept right yes how healing was and i was going to ask you it's interesting you say i mean because what fertile you know confrontational soil has the last year been for birthing our purpose you know all that feels you know for coming coming home to deeper layers of ourselves and, and and stepping more into who we really are like the most fertile soil. How, how was the experience of writing the book? Oh my goodness. I had the most beautiful creative experience possible. It was really interesting because I was, let me take it back a little bit further. So when I first started to receive the divine assignment that it was time to write another book, um, and as I said, I was resisting. I 
first wrote, I wrote two other books before I wrote this book because I was like, well, no, the best book, <laughs> the best book for my career at this moment would be to write a book about, you know, spiritual business, which is what I was coaching about. And to, and so, and I was teaching a course also on how to write a book. And so I wrote, <laughs> wrote those two other books and I was receiving just such, just blocked energy and the world you know, around us also felt like it was in chaos. And I was, I live in Manhattan and my neighbors started dying of coronavirus. I live in Harlem and two people died in my building in the same week. And I left my building, I left my apartment for, I think it was about seven, eight months and came here to where I am at this moment. I'm at my parents' house today. Um, and I came here and left my apartment empty for about seven or so months, you know, just to be with my family and being in the the bosom of my family, wow. taking care of them, watching out for them, watching, you know, and it was just, it was a really emotional, emotional mm -hmm. time because they lost neighbors here too, as well. And within that journey, at the same time, I was supposed to be doing my first American large-scale retreat. Um, I, like I said, I've had retreats in other places and workshops in other places, but this was my first American large-scale retreat, which of course got canceled because mm -hmm. of the pandemic. And it was just everything. My, my cat died. It was just like, just, you know, like one thing to another. And mm -hmm. When you are looking outward and nothing is working, especially when this is what you teach, then you remember, oh, maybe I should look inward. Maybe I should listen to what spirit is telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And so then the first thing that I was told, you know, was to start a, a group to reconnect with my family because my family is spread out all over the globe. I have folks, you know, people in, in Canada, in the UK, and, you know, we're, we're everywhere, in Guyana, of course, et cetera. So I started a family connection group to on, on, my, mother, on my maternal side to just for us to meet each other, a lot of family members who are everywhere. And from that group, I started to learn things about my lineage that I didn't know. Like I knew about the generations of healers that are within, you know, the, the, the recent past, like my mother's great grandmother, etc. What I did not know and I learned is that my family um, one one part of my lineage came specifically to Guyana was and in the trafficking of, you know, my people from West Africa came specifically, was brought specifically in order to be healers and doctors because the enslavers didn't want to take care of us. And so they were specifically brought to be healers and caretakers. And so it was no accident that, you know, the, the, that there are so many creative people and healers and, you know, all of that and teachers within my family. And the interesting thing is that that cousin who shared that with me and shared, you know, we were sharing documents and all of that, he ended up dying of coronavirus. I never got to meet him in person. We met through the family group and all bonded there. We never got to meet in person. And so that part of the history also would have been lost. There's a lot that, you know, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The, I can feel like the legacy of the book already, you know, just, wow, what a story. What a story.
I have so many questions. Okay, stay focused, Jessica. Okay, so, so the book, what is it that you hope, what is your greatest wish for this book then in terms of its impact in the world? My greatest wish for this book, oh, what a beautiful question. Uh, my greatest wish for this book is that people get it and they go through the journey, the rituals of getting to learn each of these goddess energies and essences, which are us. You are the goddess, you are the temple, I say all the time. And with each goddess, with each ancestor that is in the book, I share an ancestral ritual, a historical traditional ritual, and then a ritual that we can do in our own lives. And that this book then is used for our own elevation and evolution so each book rep each each chapter represents an inner temple mm -hmm. so you know uh, the the temple for example of griots is about our temple of uh, our voice you know us finding our voice and it is similar to the system of chakras and so clearing and elevating ourselves through each of these inner temples embodied embodying the energy of the goddess stepping into the energy of the divine feminine and remembering who we really are stepping into our power stepping into our truth and daring to take up more room that is my <laughs> wish and hope for this book <laughs> oh, i love it i love it i love it i can't wait to get a copy i can't wait okay so you've got the goddess and we're going to get into we we have to get into a little bit about about the goddesses that you are educating, because there's a huge education yes. piece here, isn't there? Yes, yes. You know, there, as you say, there is the kind of, there was the resistance to that, as you put it, that goddess stuff. Um, but then there's, there's also the stigma, um, that the re-education, there's just this, it's, 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 it feels so brand new in so many ways. Um, but beyond that, you get into granular detail, you get into the real gritty stuff and having like, sort of stalking you a little bit to pre prepare for today. One of the most recent topics that you talk about, which is one which feels, you know, so pertinent is around how to stop abandoning ourselves. Yes. Yes. What do the goddess, for those that, that are listening, like what, what does goddess energy have to do with self-abandonment? Mm everything <laughs> absolutely everything because if you are you know so many of us are out of alignment and it feels like the world is out of alignment and it feels like there is an energy of chaos but when we remember in and the word remember you know by itself means to put back together you know really when we remember when we put ourselves back together with the divine and know that there is no separation that this is in fact not new age this is this is this is ancient wisdom it, it is not new age um the that the we inherited a lot of the challenges the trials the tribulations of our ancestors of those who came before but what we didn't inherit is their wisdom, their guidance, their rituals, their solutions. And so, as you said, it is a, a re-education, you know, the same way that people are able to learn from global cultures, from Kabbalah to um, Hinduism, yoga, you know, 
African spirit, when it comes to African spirituality, although it is a, a lot of the same teachings because the ancients were all pulling from the same stream of consciousness, there then becomes a disconnect where people think, oh, well, that stuff, that is, you know, uh, that is, you know, over there as if it is somehow negative. And we cannot see, you know, just like we've got to decolonize our minds, we've got to decolonize our spirituality, we've got to decolonize our spiritual practice. And so if you think that, you know, spirituality that looks like you is evil or bad, or, you know, then <laughs> there's, you know, you've got deep things to work on or even if it is not you know just just it's a stream that people can pull from even if it isn't your ancestral stream just like you know for example i mentioned chakras and yoga you know which are part of my heart love tradition which i resonate with mm -hmm. You know, the same with this divine African wisdom. And so the book begins in Dahomey, which is old Dahomey, which is now known as Benin, with the, the goddesses Maulisa and their beautiful illustrations. illustrations. Yeah. Yes. And um, Maulisa is the energy of the sun and the moon, the sun, sun goddess, uh, I mean, the moon goddess and the sun god. Uh, combined into a single deity. And so for each deity that you, when you go through the book, for each deity, you are learning how to tap into the, the one energy, the energy of the divine, the source energy, through the gifts that they each have to give. So Goddess Oshun, for example, brings the gifts of beauty and love. Goddess Yemaya brings the gifts of awakening. Goddess, so each one has specific gifts for us. Incredible. Who was the illustrator? So the illustrator is a wonderful woman named Destiny Powell. She illustrated the cards as well as the, the book. And it was incredible to work with her. Like I said, I had this beautiful cocoon, creative cocoon to birth this work. And what was wonderful about working with Destiny, she's from the US, is that we, she not only was taking my downloads and my, what I was, you know, the guidance that I was channeling that we needed to know in order to birth each, you know, physical representation of the goddesses. And I'll, I'll scroll through them while we're talking. Um, she was going with her own ancestral guidance and also receiving guidance and lessons on, you know, how to, what, the ways that they wanted to show up in this deck and how they wanted to be portray portrayed. Just beautiful. Wonderful. We must say Hattie Dear, who was saying she can literally, another, another Hay House author, um, she was just saying that she, she can really feel your goddess energy as you're speaking. Oh, thank you. And Bhati, you're also on my list of people <laughs> who I'm assembling a, it's going to be a global goddess uh, summit that we're going to do to launch the book. So I've been assembling a list of people who are working in the energy of the divine feminine. And she is also on that list. So I will be contacting you soon, my sister. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. Bhati was a former guest on this series too. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So give us a, um, because I promised, I promised people that I would do this. Give us, um, will you, do you have four favorite 
this is really probably a really unfair question. <laughs> Give us your four favorite or, or, or perhaps most most present goddess energies. Pick four that you are currently working with right mm, now. Okay. The goddesses. I'll do you one even better, my sister. I will pull four from the deck. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and all of the goddesses who are in the book are in the deck except for one. And so there's also, in addition to the goddesses, there are ancestors because I say African people, if you invite us, we're going to bring friends. So when the goddesses were invited, they brought friends. And then there are shadow creatures like in the Caribbean, we know Jumbi and, you know, they are in the deck to illuminate us to our shadows. So I'm going to pull mm -hmm. four from the deck now. Okay. Goddess Danielle says, recently started feeling connected to the African goddesses. Oh, wonderful. Then you are in the right place, goddess. All right. Okay, so let's see which four want to show up for this beautiful call today. Okay. So we have first pulled Goddess Mojaji. And let me tell you about Goddess Mojaji. She is the rain queen. She makes the weather happen in South Africa. And she is a goddess who also is embodied by a human person. There is an actual uh, coming in in the next two years. The next one will be uh, next person will step onto the throne. This is the only matriarchal known matriarchal lineage going back over 500 years. So there's actually a rain queen who is who is recognized by the South African government. And her wow. gift is her, her lesson for us is manifestation because she makes it rain. And so of course she would be the first person I would pull as I'm sitting out here in the rain in New York City. Yes. Okay. So we've pulled this card together. All of us who are watching this in the present or the future or the past. <laughs> we've pulled this card because it is for us a time of manifestation, a time of harvest around the world. So let's see. So what, what three other energies want to join us in this sacred call? Actually, Goddess Jessica, will you please give us a number between 1 and 11? 9. 9. Okay, so before we get to your 9, we have a jumper. And okay. of course, the <laughs> jumper is from Guyana. <laughs> the card from Guyana. And this is Goddess Satyra. Satyra. So African peoples, we hid our deities in saints, in songs, in folktales when we were spread out around the diaspora. And so, of course, Goddess Satyra showed up. So Goddess Satyra represents my family's village in Buxton. And we know her through a scandalous folk song that says, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to sing. Poor, badly sing, but I'm going to sing. It's okay. <laughs> we'll all be okay. <laughs> and so the song goes something like, you know, um, I was walking through the dam one day I'm, I'm butchering it um but the point of the story is that it goes and they came upon satyra right they see satyra and satyra lifts up her her skirt and starts to dance so satyra hike up she petticoat wine like a box <laughs> and then the song goes oh satyra more meaning that there are more men satyra you don't have to do this right so satyra is quite scandalous her card represents being brazen mm. 
being brazen because that brazenness actually enabled the women of Buxton to stand up for what they want to there's a legendary story about them stopping the train of the British governor, even though they were recently um, emancipated people and speaking what they wanted and getting it for their village. And satira, which has become a slur in Guyana that people are using against female politicians, women politicians, to mean that they are, you know, loose or whatever. We're reclaiming the energy of satira to say, yes, stand in your brazenness, stand in your truth in order to manifest, to bring forth your harvest and what it is that you came to do. So satire is in the house, yes. And these stories, and these stories that emerged through that connection to that family member during the pandemic. No, a lot of them, some of them did, but a lot of them are things that I, I neglected to say this, that I've known my whole life. Yeah. These are things that I grew up steeped in that I cannot separate, you know, when I, you know, people will often say, well, did your family teach you these? Yes, but there wasn't a moment where they sat down and said, you know, here, learn this. I interviewed yeah. both of my parents individually for the book. Wonderful. But they, but these are things like Satira is a, the, the song, we know it, we sing it at our family celebrations. There's a celebration called the Kwekwe, the Guyanese Kwekwe, which is the night before the wedding traditional wedding song and dance, you know, to, it's like a scandalous, you know, we get unwind up your waist and all of that, right? <laughs> and so these are things that I have known, you know, that are, have, have been in my life you know, from the beginning. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so let's see who's our third. Who is our third goddess who's coming to the party? Or entity. Let's see. Feeling number three. So let's see. Two, three. And one more. Let's see. Oh, okay. So we've gotten goddess Abel Nimba. Abel Nimba, who is a card. very, and of course, this is the card of harvest, mm -hmm. as you see. <laughs> this is a good, we're very much doing a reading and an energy around harvest, around, you know, birthing, around bringing forward. And so there's very strongly this energy of, you know, for everyone who is on the call, that if there is something within you that has been lying dormant or something that's there, you know, you need to bring it forward. This is harvest, harvest time. And Abel Nimba is actually the combination of two entities, another dual deity, where it is the, the drum, the living drum, Mm -hmm. which is our voice and the mask. Mm -hmm. And the people of the region that she comes from, this history was very hard to recover. I had several layers of research. So I did the, 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 the internal research of the channeling and downloading. Mm -hmm. I did the research of speaking to and interviewing people globally. And then I also did the academic research. And this research was amongst the hardest to come by because in this region, there was something called the demystification project where they purposefully destroyed the masks, the drums, etc. Certain things were t stolen and taken to the, uh, the British museums and other certain other European museums and what was left at home was destroyed. Mm -hmm. and so goddess Abel Nimba is about reclaiming your harvest 
type into the comments. I'm reclaiming my harvest. Let's reclaim our harvest. Yeah. Yes. And Jocelyn is saying it makes sense. We're entering autumn. Quite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so for the fourth, okay. Number nine. Don't forget number nine, Aviola. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Number nine. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. And for number nine, we have called Goddess Oya of the Storms, representing storms, which of course, again, I am sitting in the rain. <laughs> and so <laughs> this, this card very much represents, yeah, very, very powerful. This is where, you know, if you are familiar with the X-Men uh, series, Storm, the books, um, all of this, this is the Goddess Oya, and this is her energy. And the storm energy means that there may be some bumps and some delays in that harvest and on the way to manifestation, but keep going that the, the storm, the storm prevails, the storm prevails that you want to be going in the direction of the storm in the direction of the rain, not fighting against it, knowing that the storm is helping you. The storm is working out for your benefit. And so if there is, you know, if there are bumps in the road, barriers to whatever it is that you are harvesting, that you are bringing forward, do not stop, you know, know that this is just a, it's, it's just a storm. Storms pass. Storms don't last forever. Storms begin, they start and they stop, but the sun is now coming out, you know, and so to know that it is okay if, because many times people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all of these things to manifest this, or I'm doing all, what, I've, what I've been told, the guidance that I've been given to move forward. But now, you know, challenges and issues are coming. That's a part of it. That's okay. Those challenges and issues are there for a reason, to teach you something. So do not stop, you know, if you feel that you are, have a, a calling forward, you know, continue to step forward into your power and your greatness. Lean in. Lean, lean in. Lean in. Yes. Lean in. I love this. There's a whole like just a sub conversation going on here around. I, I think it was Daniela yeah. and Jocelyn around, you know, the question mm. was, do you think that trauma would have been experienced through the information genocide? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. One million percent. And we're still experiencing that. We are still very much experiencing that. I right now as we speak not only on the continent of africa but throughout the diaspora you know there are many people that are scared of talking about anything having to do with african wisdom or african goddesses or anything like that and there there is and that absolutely is the fallout of this you know that's the the fallout of this so one zillion percent fear and it's also the disconnection i mean you know as a as a caribbean you know being in the caribbean it's like you really get to experience some of that disconnection mm -hmm. you know for, which is you know but then actually for everybody and that for me is is what is what is most powerful and beautiful and significant about what you're doing because this isn't a trauma that has only been experienced by by black people or people of african descent you know that that cutting off and that misinformation mm -hmm. is something that's affected the whole because we're all fragmented until yes. we have, until we bring home um, the truth. Yes. <laughs> but it's all of us, right? Yes. So, yes. so I, this is in, what you're doing is in service. And this book, 
you know, African goddess initiation is, is in service to humanity. It's not to any one particular um, audience or, 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 or cultural or ethnic group. It's to everybody because we need all of this. We need it. We need it all in order for it to be the holistic beings that we are, right? Absolutely. I think that, you know, in this moment, you know, as you said, you know, the severing, the severing of, you know, our history, the severing of our spirituality, the severing of all of that, that trauma is healing that trauma is a part of what we are doing at this moment. Yeah. And so there is a trauma, you know, at every stage and every part of the journey, you know, the, 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 the experiences that our ancestors had were not, you know, that we were, we were all having this global trauma together, you know, your ancestors, for example, in Jamaica, mine in Guyana, the folks here in the US, you know, separately and together at the same time. And this book, really I see as sacred medicine. This is sacred medicine. This is healing for those who would have it. You know, this is a, as, as I said, a remembering, a putting back together, a stepping back into our, our power and knowing that, you know, that, ah, oh, ooh, okay, I, I am, I am divine. I am divine. You know, that, that by itself is a revolutionary concept. Surely. Yeah. Truly, 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 truly. Abiola, it has been so delicious to talk to you today. Um, I want to ask you, how can people engage with you? Like, what are you up to at the moment? What, what, are, what, what yes. doorways do you have? Yes. So what's really exciting is that, that the African Goddess Initiation Summer Festival just closed, which was a series of powerful dialogues, which people can find at AfricanGoddessClub.com. Powerful dialogues, rituals, resources that go together with the book African Goddess Initiation. Um, and so you can find all of that at AfricanGoddessClub.com. But I'm also beginning a new series called Global Goddess, the Global Goddess series, which is to bring into the world the African Goddess Oracle Cards, which work together with the book. And so you can find all of that at Womanifesting.com. So not manifesting but womanifesting.com and come play with me on social media at Abiola TV. Oh, wait, plus <laughs> usually on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So 10 minutes from now, I am live on the Hay House social channels for uh, Goddess Temple Wednesday. And on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm live on my Instagram and Facebook for Goddess Temple Sunday. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking time out to speak with me. And um, I look forward to seeing you somewhere, somewhere yes. in the world, in person. <laughs> yes. All the blessings with your book and, and your, your deck and its pathways into the world. Thank you. Thank you so much, sis. I look forward to seeing you in Jamaica and going for that maroon. Let's do river. it. Let's, Let's do it. it. Let's, yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes. Thank All you, right. sis. One Have love. a beautiful day. You One too. love. Bye, everybody. Thank you for Bye, joining. Bye, everyone. Bye.